Zero Hours is brought to you by Outliers, stories from the edge of history. A historical audio fiction series brought to you by the keepers of some of the United Kingdom's most culturally significant royal palaces. Outliers brings you the stories of pivotal moments in history, as told by people who never got a chance to stand in the spotlight. You can tune into the first season right now and hear the story of the 16th century woman who sought a divorce and faced trial by fire, of the strange meeting between the chaplain of the Tower of London and a dark sorcerer, and a story of revolution and revenge in the 15th century. Season 2 begins November 5th, featuring new stories by the creators of hit podcasts like Wolf 359, The Far Meridian, and Wooden Overcoats. But you can listen to Season 1 right now. Outliers, stories from the edge of history. Created by Historic Royal Palaces and Rusty Quill. Listen to it on Apple Podcasts and other podcasting platforms, or go to rustyquill.com outliers. The following episode contains gunshots, mention of survival at sea, the dangers of exposure, and explicit language. Listener discretion advised. Long Story Short Productions presents Zero Hours Today, Tom Crowley and Felix Trench in World Enough by Sarah Shackett and all's well. Yeah, not really well. All's frozen. Not that any of you lot can hear me, you rat bastard whaler scum. Leaving a man to keep watch all on his lonesome, some dingy little cutter two miles and more away from the nearest living soul. Oh, I can hear you quite well, sir. But I regret to inform you I am not a whaler. Where the devil did you come from? From Russia. From... Are you having me on? Russia's on the other side of the world. I know. How come you sound like an Englishman then? Because I am an Englishman. And one who, as a courtesy, would like to relate to you that your time there is about... five minutes behind. What? You are approximately five minutes behind the hour, sir. And you're also currently, as you nautical fellows say, have hove into, by the grace of God, his Imperial Majesty Alexander I's sovereign territory. What? These waters, sir, in which both of our little dinghies are bobbing along. They belong to the Tsar of all Russia. Well, all right, but are you having me on? Not in the slightest. 
What's your name then? My name is Frederick Cecil Shaw, formerly of the London Hospital Medical College and now, I suppose, of His Imperial Majesty's Sloop Mirny. That little tender boat is what passes for a sloop of war in the Russian Navy. Lord knows that would explain you. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, you see me, sir, in merely one of the support ships for that fine vessel. The advance guard, if you will. Uh, not perhaps as imposing as a full ship, but really quite practical. Uh, and what is your name, sir? Joseph Buckland. Carpenter's mate aboard the Cecilia, chartered out of Boston. What brings you out into the waters of the hereditary autocrat and ruler of Circassian and mountainous princes, Mr. Buckland? These waters don't belong to anyone, except for a bunch of rat bastard whales and stinking great seals. We are hunting the latter. Well, despite their unfortunately ambiguous patrimony and unavoidable stench, these creatures are proud subjects of the Grand Prince of Muscovy and Master of all Northern Counties, Alexander I. We are in the Southern Sea, so called on account of it being as far south as south gets. Truly then, his dominion spans the whole of the world. Really? What's your game then? No game. I assure you I'm in perfect earnestness. If you are, where's your colours? My colours? Your flag, sir. Surely if you're down here in Satan's own cold cloven hoof of an ocean, His Imperial Majesty has given you one. Does no other navy understand how this works? Ah, well, this brings us to a difficulty. You see, I am currently detached from the main fleet, sort of surveying this area. I was making several observations in this jolly boat when the wind kicked up rather awfully and, well, the sails. <laughs> the sails... Picked up the wind, performed exactly the function for which they've been designed. I assure you, if you had been in the blizzard that erupted quite without warning, then you could hardly have done other than I did. I was in that dust-up as it happens. And have found yourself in Russian territory without even knowing it. So, there. Oh, sweet Christ. Let's see if I have it. You're some fancy London doctor who's found himself, Lord knows how, aboard this scuppily Russian bark, which has sailed down here to claim empty waters, Lord knows why, and either the poor crew got so tired of your shifting ballast that they dry-docked you in their tender boat and set you off, or you were addled enough to hop in there by your own self for a jaunt around the frozen wastes of Hades without the slightest understanding of how to sail. I have no notion of precisely what you just said, but I'm sure it's close enough. As you see, I have a sound little boat here and good sails, but I'm afraid that I must reserve the colours for signalling to my own, um, mothership? Is that the right term? Not remotely, sir. Oh. I don't suppose you've seen a big Russian frigate, have you? Well, it was worth asking. A very pleasant morning to you, Mr. Buckland. Enjoy the seals, I suppose. Tally-ho! Wait, 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 just a minute now. Where is it you think you're going? To find the southernmost continent and claim it in the Tsar's name. The what now? Oh, heavens! I should have asked you about that as well. Um, I don't suppose you've seen a vast, as yet uninhabited landmass, have you? Probably better if you've not. We certainly can't let the Americans have it. But you're telling me that you... You left the big boat with all the nice sailors and the heat and the food that undoubtedly has, also you could get in your tiny boat by yourself in the cold in the vain hope that you might find a new continent. Well, that is what the Mirny and her sister ship, the Vostok, are here to do. 
survey the Fimble ice shelf and discover the lands which undoubtedly lie beyond it. With all due respect to a fellow man of the waves, Mr. Buckland. It's not something sailors say. That is a quite understandable reason for being down below the 60th parallel. Why exactly are you here? To hunt seals. Oh. Profitable business? Seal hunting? Sealing? Oh, that doesn't sound right. It's... Well, it's... You can sell the pelts. There's the oil you can harvest from... Oh, never mind. More importantly, I don't think you should sail off by yourself again, Dr. Shaw. Why ever not? You seem very eager to accomplish this mission for the Russian king. Emperor. But you're no sailor, sir. Best not to wander any further than you've already gone, hmm? I'm to anchor here for another two days or so, while the rest of my crew explore the inlets and ice flows of this area to find the aforementioned seals. Why, why don't you tie up alongside me, and we'll wait together? You're quite kind, Mr. Buckland. However, I must politely decline your offer of maritime hospitality. Needs press. And, well... <clears throat> These colours are not going to plant themselves! Best of luck! What a moron. I'm still not sure if I hallucinated that madman. At least it's quiet. It's sort of peaceful down here, really. Ahoy! Ahoy there! Oh, damn it all to hell. Still living in the past, I see, Mr. Buckland. I'm sorry? Your bell is now eight minutes slow. How in damnation are you? What are you doing back here, Dr. Shaw? Have you not found your Russian promised land yet? Not as such, no. No. But I have eliminated some important possibilities, and I was able to find my way back towards you. Very convenient landmark, or sea mark. Still not something sailors say. So we cannot count the time as wasted. You're still sitting here, I presume? Indeed. You are more than welcome to sit with me. A kind repetition of a kind invitation, which I still will, very kindly, I must stress, refuse. As you like. I do not suppose that I can tempt you with the chance for adventure and exploration of the kind rapidly disappearing from the face of God's green earth? No, sir. I think I'm going to wait for my mates in a hall of seal carcasses, as is my charge. Ah, shame. A more daring man, uh, but I do not want to interfere with your charge, sir. Could I offer you some advice, Doctor? Oh, by all means. You see, while you're at sea, it is possible that you might see things that aren't actually what you think you're seeing. I see, sir. I will try again. While amidst the waters, if you don't know how to look for the right things, your powers of perception might become impaired. It's very easy to convince yourself that you have spotted the correct signs. Do you follow me? Like a Siberian Samoyed, sir. Marvellous. The point is, sir, 
you may not have travelled as far as you think. You might, in fact, want to reconsider your course, sir. Ah, I see. <clears throat> A sound, if somewhat meandering, postulate, Buckland. I thank you for it. But, um... I shall press on, nevertheless. Best of luck to you. Yes. I'm definitely the one that will need it. Jesus! You managed to pick up a minute there. You're still seven behind the hour, but you're making up for lost time. Good for you. How... How... Just how? Have you been spinning around in a little circle this whole time? Well, I was about ten or so cables away from you when I had a thought, my esteemed Buckland. You are quite right that it is unrealistic of me to try and navigate these waters by myself. And... well... Here you are. <laughs> what do you say? Oh, finally. You asked a question I can answer simply. I say no. You say no? I say no, Doctor. First word I ever spoken, like is not to be my last. No. Hmm. I see. All due respect and all, but you're about the craziest man I have ever met. And you've turned up out of nowhere in one of the worst places I've ever been. Does not exactly seem like a sound venture. Well, I... Thank you for your frankness. Dr. Shaw, why on earth is this mission of yours so important that you would go freeze to death in the world's third nipple? Blimey. Where are the other two? Uh, Paris and Montego Bay. I suppose that figures. But surely it's more important that you find your original ship or secure some sort of transport back to civilization. You cannot survive for long in these waters, sir. I am well aware, and thank you for your warning, Mr. Buckland. But I have a slightly different, um set of priorities in order to ensure my return to civilization. And those are? Duck. Those are ducks? No, don't be absurd, just... Duck! Is that... Did you... Did you just throw a bomb onto my ship? How do you even have explosives? Who would even trust you with these? Oh, no one needed to trust me. They came with a boat. Oh, well, that's a comfort, you utter lunatic. I knew I was being overgenerous with the fuse. What exactly did you expect to happen here? Well, once necessity dictated that you take refuge on the craft which I command... Necessity?! Then I could employ your seafaring knowledge, along with the maps and charts and things I have here, in order to plot the precise location of the currently unknown southern continent. After which, we can rendezvous with the men and sail towards warmer climes. Sir, I'm going to give you until the count of ten to get out from under the lee of my boat. If you are still in sight when I'm finished, I will go for my rifle and shoot you in the throat. That is more than fair, actually. One. But if I may put in one more word on my behalf... Two. 
I think we really can be of mutual benefit to each other. His Imperial Majesty has... Six. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That has happened two, three, four, and five. Normal people get a normal count. Clumsy assassins, on the other hand, seven. Oh, um... Well, I think you're being a touch unfair. How? An explosive of that side could have never killed you. Maimed you, perhaps, but... Eight. Oh, suit yourself. Nine. No hard feelings, you know. Best of luck. <sighs> How do they find me? No matter where I go, what I do, they always find me. Riddance. This wasn't on purpose. Right. But, but glad to see you in any case. <clears throat> Especially since you seem to be such a bad shot. Oh, Christ on a... That was a warning shot. It's considered a courtesy to offer your enemy the chance to slink away with all their limbs intact. Ah. Well, now, sir, enemy is a very strong term and... You keep away, you madman. I'll fire again. It's going to take you at least three minutes to reload, and in the meanwhile... I had a very promising excursion just now, but I could really use the help of someone with an understanding of how to tell, uh, how deep water is. What? Look, man, I don't know how you keep running into me when there's world enough for you to torment. Really, it's quite extraordinary luck. Silence! Leave. Please. Please leave. Well, that's just it. I think you've anchored in something of a tidal ebb, or something like that. I keep being pulled back into this area again and again. If you'd like to be rid of me, and I do find that impulse regrettable, the surest way to achieve that might very well be to help me. Help you? Help me. I should only impose upon your kindness for a few hours or so, and then we shall drift back here to your vessel, whether we found anything or not. What do you say to that? I... I... I'd much rather not... Not even... I'd much one... rather not leave this spot. This particular spot, I'd rather not leave it. You do have enough sailing know-how to guide us out of this little eddy and find your way back, don't you? Of course I do! I just... I'd rather not... My, uh... My ship might arrive any moment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Actually, that raises a question. Why are you anchored here in one of your smaller boats? If you are waiting on the return of some reconnaissance efforts, surely that should be taking place on the smaller vessel while the main ship remains anchored. Well, well, uh... Or am I getting some of the finer points of the nautical life wrong once again, sir? For once, you're not, sir. Well, don't tell me that you were cut adrift in the storm as well, my poor fellow. What? No, 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 no. I merely... My eyes aren't what they were, uh, and I don't really like the business, hunting. It's uh, noisy, so, so, so I am acting as somewhat of a barrier marker, sort of a, a line the other lads shouldn't go past while they're hunting. I'm not a bad sailor, not by any means, but, but, what, sir? But I would fear our chances of finding this spot again. Even though you seem drawn to it like a beta, honey. But... but why would you... Sir, I'm afraid I don't follow. I just don't like it. Like what? Going places where I don't know where I am. Not having a marker I can get my bearings with. My dear Mr. Buckland, you have literally sailed off the end of the world as it is known to modern science. Which is why I fully intend to stay put until modern science, and specifically maritime commerce, comes by to pick me up. Hmm. Uh, forgive me, but how does someone with this sort of a phobia even end up on a ship that's bound for the ends of the earth? I would imagine a similar way to how a doctor ends up playing explorer for the Tsar of Russia. Needed the money. Of all Russia. What? Tsar of all Russia. Isn't that redundant? I mean, Russia contains all of Russia just by its nature, doesn't it? Depends on who's drawing the map. Well, Buckland, you have hit the loggerhead right on the nail. That's not how the expression... There is a remarkably generous reward in Russia for information on the southern continent, among other endeavours that are designed to add to the prestige of its fleet. Perhaps a share of that reward might be inducement enough to overcome your natural reticence for... Sailing into the unknown. You'd have to be the riches of bloody Croesus to... You'll find the, uh, particulars right on this piece of... Jesus wept! If he'd had that sort of money, maybe he wouldn't have. No wonder you're so chipper about everything. Only a rich man can afford to smile that much. What do you say, Buckland? Want to spring for a lifetime of crooked grins? I, uh, I... Oh, come on! It's not so bad. It's an uncharted white waste of freezing water, ice, and snow. <laughs> yes. There is something pleasingly monochromatic about it, though. You have a problem. I'm not the sailor who's afraid to sail. I am not afraid. <laughs> it's just when I can't see where I'm going. If we can get to the root of your uh, completely understandable and not comically unreasonable phobia, then perhaps we can overcome it. What do you say, eh? I say this to you, Dr. Shaw. No. Oh, rubbish. Are you really still here? I am indeed. Can you 
be somewhere else? Anywhere in the world else? My dear Buckland, to be perfectly honest, I don't really have the supplies to be most other places. Just enough to find new lands in, in the, the name, name of, of the Tsar. Would have killed you to be finding lands in the name of King George. King George isn't paying. He's just as batty, though. It may not appeal to your native patriotism, Buckland, but I assure you, my endeavours bring me far more satisfaction than serving the Almighty Seal. Wouldn't you like to do something? Anything? No. Well, then. We appear to be at an impasse. <sighs> How exciting. Oh, glad you... Actually, no. No, I'm not. Please don't be out here the next time I come out to do this. See you in two hours. You're still running slow, you know. Four bells and, uh, four minutes, to be precise. Four bells and you're still hanging around where you're not wanted. Well, what about what you want, Mr. Buckland? An adventure, perhaps. Nope. I would consider being useful if I were you. You are still trespassing in the land of the Tsar. I'll string the Tsar up by his epaulets and beat him to death with a live seal. I, uh, personally find that a very implausible possibility. But I suppose everyone must have a dream. <laughs> He'll come around. Six bells! Off by three. Oh, give it up. Soon as you're ready to leave. Not a chance. By order of his Imperial Majesty. His Imperial Majesty can... can get stuffed. Not your best. No. Last time I really felt I struck a nerve. Indeed. I was almost upset for a good half an hour. Oh. Didn't think upset was a register you could hit. Almost, I said. <laughs> Better luck next time! Eight bells! Eight bells! And... Sure. You all right there? You weren't on deck all this time, were you? No. No, obviously not. Then why'd you look like you've been out in... Well, the Russian winter? I ran out of um, wood for the stove about an hour ago. It is really rather chilly down here, isn't it? Yes, you strange benighted man. It... You ran out of wood? Yes. Oh, for... Why don't you come over to my cutter? Cabin's not warm exactly, but you won't catch your death. Well? No. No, don't think I will. Why not, for God's sake? I think... <clears throat> I rather think you should come aboard my boat. That boat? The one that has no more heat? Mm. Uh, the very illustration of the excellence of the Russian Navy, yes? Don't be a fool, Shaw. The only foolish thing I've done here was to waste so long idling here. I, uh... I have an extremely lucrative landmass to find, and while I would still appreciate your help, I would find it with or without you. Not in this state, you won't. Last chance. Will you help me? Bleeding course not. Fair enough. 
Sure. Oi. Oi, sure. You can be a madman or a fool, but trying to inhabit both is pushing it a bit too far. We're on the far side of the world. Why not splurge? Best of luck to you. Oh, hell. Ahoy there! Ahoy there, old ships! Raving mad or otherwise! Ah, oh, damn fog. Where the devil are you, man? Was... Was that just the wind, or...? Oh, this is why I wanted to stay put. I'm hearing my own ghost on the wind like as not. Oh, get a hold of yourself, and focus. Which way? Towards the big white blur, or that... slightly greyer smudge, or... the other big white blur that's... Yeah, that's the entire ocean. Sure! Sure! Sure, if you can hear me, make a noise! Oh, come on. <laughs> three... <coughs> three bells. Three bells and alls. Oh, all's well and truly fucked. Don't know where I am. Don't know where you are. Don't know how the hell to get anywhere at all that isn't swallowed up by the more of the literal ends of the earth. I swear that bit over there looks like teeth. That's not even fair. That's not... Land. Land ho! And... Oh, God! Ahoy there! Ahoy there! Hang on! Out there, I'm coming right at you! That's not a useful... Do you mean starboard? Starboard! No, no! Watch out for me! <laughs> Me towards the rocks. I was saying, don't go to the left. Right. Precisely. Is your boat um, going to fill up with water and sink right down to the bottom where yours, no doubt, already rests? Like as not. <coughs> Solid land. Fantastic. Should we? Um... Should we try to salvage anything aboard while it's still uh, standing, floating? Uh, I'm not um, sure the terminology. Oh, there's something much more important I need to do first. What's that? That woke you up, you blue-lipped ignoramus. Fair. Well, much profit to the Emperor of all Russia, 
this place. Yes, I um see what you mean. But still, found it. That's something. Well, what will you call it? No, oh, I haven't slightest. I don't speak Russian. I'm not sure why I'm surprised. I don't, um... I don't suppose that the good seal-hunting ship Cecilia will venture this way? Not bloody likely. Huh. Right. I was going to get married. Sorry? Why I needed the money. I was going to get married. I didn't know you felt that way about Tsar Alexander I. I've got the right accent to mix around in society, but, um... Not the arm. Not the name. So I needed the money. Very roundabout way of getting it. Oh, I tried a bunch. More simpler ways first. Ended up owing a bunch more money. Ah. Bad luck. It, um, it is why I'm able to keep such good time, though. She gave me this watch, you see. Ah. Oh, very nice. Was it worth all this, then? I like to think so. I don't really see the use in deciding it wasn't. At this point. Fair. Well? Well what? Well, your turn. I confess what has led me to this... Sad pause. My turn for what? Oh, come on, man! From whence the fear of charting your own course? I'm not sure it's a... Good thing to mention. I cannot see why not. I was shipwrecked. I did apologise! Not for... now, you great dolt. Years ago. Off the coast of Holland. Oh, that makes sense. HMS Minotaur. Served on her back during the Channel Blockade. Bluff bow. Lovely lines. First rate. She was a nice ship. 74 guns, over 400 crew. Hit a reef in the North Sea. I made the leap onto a cutter, a handful of us did. It was night, so I couldn't see a thing. But I could hear the wood split. It gave a crack like dropping a melon off a rooftop. And I could hear what happened after. The rest of them in the water. Couldn't see anyone to save them. Couldn't get my bearings. So I get a touch jumpy now when... Of course. Oh, my dear Buckland. North Sea, South Sea. You're getting it, coming and going. Aye. Suppose so. Good Lord. So which, um... Which is worse? By your reckoning. I don't know that one is worse. You lived through the first one? I'm living through this one. Until I'm not. I know I take the mick out of him a lot, but... God moves as he will. Does he really, do you think? I don't see the use in uh, deciding he doesn't. At this point. Hmm. At least it's quiet here. Pristine. New to the eyes of man. 
No one has trod here. Before us. How do we know that? I suppose we don't. Seems like an awful lot of trouble to go to, though. Until now? Yes, until now. Well. Well. Zero Hours Episode 2, World Enough, was written by Sarah Shackett and directed by Gabriel Urbina. It starred Tom Crowley as Joseph Buckland and Felix Trench as Friedrich Shaw, with original music by Alan Rohde and audio recording by Andy Goddard. For information on the series and updates on additional stories, visit zerohourspodcast.com.